Welcome to our Panini. This is Sarah Tobabeth. Let's talk about peace. Peace and a feeling of being settled and wholeness. Let's talk about that before Shavuos. And let's speak about it in Parshat Bimidbar. Because there's a saying in Tyra, it says in Tyra, to Kula Alma B'Shavas Nitna Tyra Yisrael. Everyone agrees that, that, that there, there is an opinion that the Tyra was given on Shabbos. Now that, there are some years that Shavuos comes out on Shabbos. And the, the Sikha that we're learning, it was that, it was that year. So obviously there is a deep connection between Shabbos and Tyra, if it was given on Shabbos. And again, remember, we're here to talk about feeling a sense of peace, feeling a sense of wholeness. So, and it's Parshish Bamidbar. And we said about Parshish Bamidbar, it's, Bamidbar is a, um, a, a desert. Bamidbar is a Hefker place. It's a place that nobody owns. You can't really get your hands on it. You can't really, mm, you know, it's not really yours. You can't have that feeling of, I've got it, it's mine. I, it's, it's sort of outside of your grasp. So how can you feel peaceful when you're in a midbar? It could be quiet, but there's not that sense of, ah, this is my home, this is my place, I, this is my energy, I know what's going on. It's like listening to a shear that you can't quite get. It doesn't leave you with a sense of peace. Most people, if they walk out of a shear and they understood the ideas, then they feel like, ah, I feel relaxed. But if they sat there and they couldn't really figure out what was being talked about, they don't feel peaceful at the end. They feel like, ah, why did they bother going? So a midbar is a place that you can't put your hands on the energy. So how do we feel in this midbar energy? And, of course, we are now at a point in history where we all feel like we're in midbar energy. We don't know from minute to minute, you know, when's the next, when's the next, uh, planned excitement in the world, etc. And when's the next crazy uh, upgrade in insanity? So we're all living in a midbar, in a midbar energy. So what does this midbar need? Shabbos. And it says, what is the union of Shabbos? Shabbos is, Shabbos is Manucha. Manucha Shabbos, etc. Manucha Lechai when the first week of creation happened, there was a lot happening. The one thing that wasn't happening was Menucha. And then Shabbos came along, and it says, Bas Shabbos, Bas Menucha. Shabbos came, it brought Menucha. And then if we fast forward two and a half thousand years, 2448, there's a lot that was happening in the world from the beginning of time till Matan Taira. Tons was happening. But one thing wasn't happening which was the next level of Menucha. For that to happen, you needed Matan Taira. And we're going to see in a, in a minute why. And then let's go one more one more step. Fast forward, end of Gullus. There's a lot happening in the world. Every day, exponentially, uh, exponential growth in technology and in everything. Every day changes that you couldn't imagine the day before. A lot happening. One thing's not happening. The next level of Manucha. Because Geula will bring the next level of Manucha. 
So then we're understanding this Shabbos is a three-part Shabbos. This Shabbos that brings Menucha, that brings peace, it's a three-part thing. The first one is the very first Shabbos of creation. And then the Shabbos, which is called Matan Taira. That's the real Shabbos, Yom Hashishi, the, the Shabbos of creation, 22448. And then the real Shabbos, the real Shabbos of creation, Yom Mashiach. So now we can understand why everyone holds, everyone says that the Shabbos needs a Tyra. It's not just which day was the Tyra given, but the energy of Tyra is it brings Menucha. Because before that, you had, as we say, this wild world, and then it says Eretz Yireya Vishketa. At the beginning, it was Yireya. It was shaking, it was Vashketa. At the beginning, everything was in turmoil, and then it settled down to a deep peace. So, now that we're on the way to th- stage three of peace, let's see how we can have personal peace. So, one of the explanations why Menucha is achieved through Shabbos and through Matan Taira and Kabbalah Zatira is because the world, by definition, was created with time and space. That's what world means, time and space. And time and space are always changing. Constant changing and movement of time, 1001, 1002, 1003, 1004, 1005, and place. The place is always moving. The space is always moving. You, you, the number of, the number of molecules in your eyelashes that you had five minutes ago is not the same. It's a whole new eyelash, so to speak. It's a whole new fingernail. It's a whole new, you know, you name it. So that means that the world is chaser menucha. If the world is missing peace because things are always changing. So, um, And there's up, up, down, down, right, left, all around, all of that. So how does the day of Shabbos bring Menucha into the world? Because everything stopped. The very first Shabbos, because Hashem stopped creating. That's it, he stopped creating. Or, one other thing. And that's the real thing. It's not that Hashem stopped and rested. Okay, if he rested, so we rested. It brings us peace. Nope. But rather, Hashem introduced something that we couldn't have without Shabbos. A sense of oneness. Without a sense of oneness, there's no peace. It suddenly all came together that everything is from Hashem Echad. There's one kabana of Hashem in all the details. How many different details are there in the world? Infinite. So they're all different. Right. Except that they're all there for one unified singular purpose. Which is much higher than all the changes of time and space. That brings Menucha into the creation. 
It brings Menucha into time. It brings peace into time. Because Shabbos, not because, but we know that Shabbos is, is above time. It's really not one of the days that time fits into. It looks like a day of the week, but it's really not. The energy of Shabbos is above time. So all the changes of time really don't exist within Shabbos. That's why we have all these halachas about Shabbos, to preserve that energy of being above time, to keep ourselves outside of the weekday energy, because the weekday energy is chaotic, and especially chaotic for our soul, for our neshamas. And by being careful about all the halachas of Shabbos, it enables us to fully be in Shabbos and go outside of time and even space. That's why we start to we start to count Yom Rishon of day one, day two, day three after Shabbos. And then, of course, as we say, the wholeness of this happened in Matan Kaira when we received the Torah from Hashem, because the whole point of everything is right. Hashem said. I'm holding the mountain over you. If you accept the Tyra, fine, and if not, boom. What's the boom? If you don't accept the Tyra, the world will go back to complete chaos. That's not a punishment. That's not you guys. I brought you here for one thing. If you refuse to do it, I'm just going to create chaos. No. The world is chaos. If we don't step into the energy that's outside of the chaos, that's higher than the chaos, then we go back into chaos. There are only two places to go to. Into the chaos of everyday life, into the chaos of the world, or above it, into the world of Shabbos and Tyra. Those are the only two choices. So Hashem says, you don't want to step into the energy of Shabbos and Tyra, which is Menucha. I guess you guys decided to stay in chaos. And you'll feel it, because the entire world will, so, so to speak, revert to chaos. Maybe because we were given, we were standing on the threshold of outside of chaos, and we say, no, 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 forget it. So we fall back into chaos. God forbid. That was the agreement that Hashem made with creation. Hashem even made a, he had a whole agreement going on with the laws, with, with the laws of nature and with creation. He said, it's almost like, Everything was created by Hashem on, you want to say, on the learner's permit, temporary permit. Permit. You get to be here for two and a half thousand years, 2448. If the, if the Jewish people accept the Torah, then you have a permanent existence. You world, all the creations in the world. There's a certain permanence there. If they don't accept the Torah, then everything goes into chaos. So you guys, you know, the laws of nature, everything disintegrates. God forbid. So again, so what does this have to do with me and my personal peace? In simple words, the nature of a person is that when a person does not feel the purpose of his living, of his life, when we don't feel the purpose of our life, so by the way, what is the purpose of our lives? <clears throat> I was created to serve my maker. That's my purpose. That's everyone's purpose. Every Jew and Lahad non-Jew was created to serve his maker. 
if that's the case, when we were created to serve our maker and we don't feel it, what happens? We step back into a world where we don't feel what we're here. The peace is in the recognition of the purpose of our lives. So we're saying peace is in Shabbos, peace is in Matan peace is in Geula, and peace is in the composite of all those three, the recognition of the purpose of our lives. What am I here for? Serve your maker. But what am I here for? But everybody has a different way of doing it. So it's not just, okay, all right, I got it. I can rattle off the, the sentence. I'm here to serve my maker. But everyone has a different mission, a different shlichus. At any given moment, you're supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be there. And so, and here in the Sikhah says, and I'll read it in Yiddish, if we don't feel the purpose of our lives, we cannot have true peace, true manucha, and true, true feeling of being settled. We cannot. Unless we recognize the purpose of our lives. Why can't we? Really, I have to have that? I can't have peace? I feel like I know lots of peaceful, peaceful people, but not true peace. And the reason we can't have true peace and true manucha and true being, truly being settled is because the changes in time and space and all of the billions of details and details and details and details in our lives create what's called a shtendike umru. All of the billions of details in our lives and all the changes of time and space of regular life create, by definition, a constant chaos. Bushpaltim Fernandez that basically rips us apart. It just rips us apart. That is if we're doing well. If we're doing well and we're in this world, but this world is a place of lack of peace. And we don't feel the the purpose of our lives we will feel like we're being ripped apart all the time. Maybe some moments less and some moments more. But that constant lack of peace will rip us apart, God forbid. And therefore, only Dhaka, when we feel the purpose, the kavana, the taklis, that is in every detail of our lives, only then can it bring us True manucha, true peace. A peace that is higher than all the changes of time and space that happen in, in our lives. And only that can bring us to what's called shleim of Adam, a wholeness. As we see, that a person is more bishlemus, more whole, when he has manucha. And when a person feels this purpose of his life, and he reaches this level of manucha, it brings manucha peace, not only to him alone, but also to all the things that he does in the world. He reaches a peaceful state. You know, all the energy around him becomes peaceful. All of the things that he's involved with are done with a wholeness 
and with a success because they're being done with menucha, with peace. And then it ends up bringing menucha, peace, and wholeness to the entire world itself. So the same thing when it comes to Mat and Taira. When we receive the Taira, the purpose of the whole thing was created. Oh, that's why we're here. I was wondering. That's why all of this is happening. It was all given Bishvila Taira, Bishvila Yisrael. For us to do Taira and Mitzvah and affect the entire world that they should do their seven Mitzvahs. And through this, make the entire world into a peaceful dwelling place for Hashem. And then ultimately, Menucha, peace, is brought into all of the changes of time and space. That means, here's the question. Do we have to step out of time and space forever? In Mashiach's times, there won't be any time and space. There will. So what are we doing here now? We definitely feel that there's no peace in time. Every, everybody's constantly busy. Everybody's on the... It's, 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 it's crazy. But you can't pin anyone down. Everybody's running and busy and busy and busy. There's this sense of chaotic, of chaotic energy in time and even in space. Just sit down for one minute. I want to talk to you. You know, no, I have to go. I, I, and, 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 and the schedules. <clears throat> We're at a point in history where it's more chaotic in time and space than ever before. And yet, our job is to bring peace into all of the changes of time and space. With our, with our understanding, our deep understanding and tuning into the purpose of being here. And then that purpose of being here can then be inserted into the purpose of every single detail of anything that happens. 